What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by three co-hosts this week. Micah. Hey. Terrence. What's up? And back for a second week in a row is Carrie. What up? Whose expertise we needed. Um, we will be talking E3 predictions later on in the episode. Um, we, before we do that, we have five-star reviews. We have four five-star mm-hmm. reviews. Do we? We do. <laughs> And some okay. of them are very concise, which also is appreciated. Wow. Wow. You, wow. Couldn't, you had to give away <laughs> $2,000 worth of games. <laughs> a fucking paragraph. Uh, listen, those games cost me $0. <laughs> they may have a street value of $1,000, but they cost me nothing. And again, I'm not above bribery. You're welcome, by the way, for shower. So those of you that got a, a free game from us, you're welcome. Um, like I said, we love showering with gifts whenever, whenever possible. And thank you for cleaning out my inbox because they were just clogging up a lot of space there. So the first one, uh, great show, great group by Canuck Duke uh, from Canada, who was happy that he was able to use one of these codes. Uh, He says, I've been listening to this show for at least a couple of years. But you couldn't give it. (laughs) (laughs) The takes are always hilarious and they cover pretty much all of console gaming, even Nintendo. This review is long overdue. But the Dense Pixels fan group gave away legit game codes. Hey, fellow Canadians, the Xbox codes work for us too, eh? <laughs> These guys pay it forward like they were at a Tim Hortons. But we don't shit on the floor like we're at a Tim Hortons and throw it at the cashiers. <laughs> Thanks for Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, this is one step towards a NAFTA re- renegotiation, I hope, uh, uh, from Canuck Duke. Uh, thank you, Duke. Uh, and then we have three that were uh, referred reviews so first uh, amir sent me um from amir's gf from the united <laughs> states great podcast amir sent me <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the next one is from for terrence uh by true king he says great show glad i listened to my cousin amir for the recommendation <laughs> and then we have another one recommended by amir five stars from jordan alexa cool podcast is what they oh, had to say. Man. How many fucking games did he pull up? Did he Yo, get? Amir, heads up, you cannot get a platinum trophy for five star reviews <laughs> the Dance Pixel yeah, Oh shit, that's an, funny. You can't do that. It's not an achievement, but good effort. Wow. <laughs> so thank you all for those five star reviews. As a reminder, if you listen and enjoy the show, Go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review because every five-star review you leave helps the podcast get more discovered. Uh, so we appreciate that. Thank you all very much for those of you that left a five-star review. So let's get into the show proper. Um, what we've been playing, well, three of us have been playing what is probably at this point the finest fighting game that exists <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> and that game is Mario Tennis Aces. Because the demo was live over the weekend. And that is just a fighting game that is disguised in the in the veneer of a tennis game. I gotta tell you. Um, if you don't mind, I would like to go first because um I uh I forgot that this thing was live, so I downloaded it late last night and I'm sitting in bed about to fall asleep and um I said, Well, let me at least start it up, right? I know it's an online demo, but let me at least start it up. And um, I, uh, I, I, I dig it. It's a, it's a tennis game, right? Everybody's played a tennis game before. Um, but it has 
a bunch of uh, like weird, cool stuff like power shots and, you know, uh, uh, you can slow down time and you can break the racket and you can assault people with the tennis ball. It's super fun. And um, I, I am very much, I, I went and pre-ordered it uh, after I played the little tutorial. Uh, that being said, it is my understanding that this game can be quite difficult. Oh, yes. And I will, I will leave it to you guys. So I remember, so I downloaded the demo and I logged in on Friday night with the intention on just playing late Friday night, like 10 o'clock, with the intention of playing a handful of matches just to get a feel for the game. And I ended up playing for two hours on Friday night because <laughs> it is a game that just fucking sucks you in. Like Micah said, um, it is very difficult, especially because the what they were doing with the demo is they had an online tournament. So you were paired off into random matches with opponents um, in order to advance through a tournament bracket and hopefully win. And you were earning rank points along the way. And as you earned more rank points, you would unlock other characters to use in the demo as well. There was, I think, nine characters in total that you could use, five of which were unlocked from the start, and then another four that you could earn through the demo. Um, I was not expecting the depth of gameplay that this game offers. Because, of course, you have the regular tennis stuff, but as Micah alluded to, you have all sorts of you know power-ups and special moves that you can do between like targeted you know power shots and yeah, like, you've a got, like uh, super power shot. Star shots and power shots and zone shots and you can slow down time and, you know, if you've built up a lot of energy, if you've like maxed out your energy bar, you can do um, like the super shot, like the, the ultimate shot, the power shot um, where it has like the cinematic and whatnot. And that's uh, that's like the most powerful one. And it's the most difficult to block. Um so, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I think this is something Nintendo has always done really well um, with a lot of different games sort of under their first party umbrella where sort of like the baseline of the game is very simple, but it's like shockingly deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they sort of did the same thing with like Splatoon where like the baseline for Splatoon, very simple, very easy to understand. But like you dig into the meat of the game a little bit and it's like a super deep um, very sort of leveled experience. Right. So. And, and the reason why I compare it to a fighting game is because it does require a ton of like split second, you know, decision making and, and reaction times, but also because you have this energy meter that controls all of your special moves and meter management is like the main crux of the fucking game because you That's have to true. decide, is it worth me burning this meter to use this zone shot or do I want to save it up for the like ultra shot like Carrie mentioned? When do I want to use that? Do I want to, you know, slow down time to get to this cross course, sh- you know, cross court shot or do I want to save it up? You know, like you have to constantly be making these decisions in real time. And, um, yeah, man, it was really fucking fun. Like, it's so fun that I'm going to forgo the discounted copy that I can get and pay an extra and pay extra money just to get the download version because I'm just going to want to keep it on my fucking system, uh, for, for as long as I can. Terrence is probably wigging out over here right now because we're talking about a fucking tennis game. Like it's fucking street fighter. Here's the thing. You know, that it's, you know, that it's a fighting game, um, by how, stressed out and fucking immediately angry I got 
by seeing like their internet connection meter and like if it was just like one little red bar i was immediately angry at them because i knew they were going to fucking lag out yeah that was that was the only downer with the during the during the previews that there were some very very big connection problems yeah i i didn't experience too terribly much of like not being able to connect to the server it it seemed to me that they were like individuals that personally um i thought the the whole experience um ran really well i enjoyed playing as waluigi yeah for me it was i had it wasn't that the individuals were lagging i think the problem is on nintendo side of things because i would go into matches with people that had like four and five bar connections and there would still be a point in the match where it would drop down to one bar and i damn well know that that ain't my internet <laughs> doing, yeah, doing that. I shit, don't know. So. Um, cause I, I never had that happen. Um, I just, I had things drop when someone was only at like one bar going into the match. Oh, that's so. interesting. So, but yeah, so, but yeah, Mario tennis aces, great game. Um, I, I said that it was probably going to be the Mario Kart of this year. And, uh, I'm glad that I was correct in that assessment. Uh, I think. For sure. Uh, you know, Camelot Software Planning makes really good games. They sure. do. And, 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 sure and it would be and nice it's, if it's Nintendo good. let them make an RPG again. No, I mean, they're fine <laughs> just doing tennis and golf. I'm, I'm fine with them just bouncing back and forth between, between those two uh, I'm going to die, dude. Games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Micah, I did not actually purchase Street Fighter 30th Anniversary. Should I? You can hold off. Good. Yeah, you can hold off. Um, it it's fine. Um, it is a half-assed love letter to uh, Street Fighter fans. Um, you get to play as every ver- yeah, Street Fighter one. It fucking sucks. Like it's terrible. Um, yeah, I've been doing. I remember playing that. I've been doing. Fucking it was bad thirty cir- years ago. I've been doing quarter circle punches and Z motion punches uh for for 30 fucking years you trying to tell me that i don't know how to do throw a fucking fireball in street fighter one street fighter one fuck you it's terrible all the other games are fine they are quote arcade perfect which means they're ports of the arcade versions not any of the better re-released versions of these games like you won't like street fighter 3 third strike even though you can play that online is not Street Fighter 3 Third Strike Online Edition from the PS3. Hmm. Um, Street Fighter Alpha 3 is just that. Street Fighter Alpha 3. It's not Street Fighter Alpha 3 Max. uh, The definitive version of that game. Um, It's fine. But it it feels kind of half-assed. And, you know, they they have a museum, which is like a history of Street Fighter and that would be wonderful if we didn't have internet, but <laughs> you can look at all the pictures you want on the internet. You can, <laughs> you can look at all the official and unofficial art on the internet. So you, you can, you can hold off on it. Okay. Um, I, I was dismayed to hear that they were the arcade ports and not the better console versions of the game. That was a little disappointing. Yeah, that, uh, that kind of, that kind of sucks, but, um, you know, is what it is. All right. And t- Carrie, what the hell is a Pokemon quest? So, um, 
the big Pokemon news this week we'll get to later on, but alongside that news, they were like, by the way, there's this free-to-start game for the Switch. It's available right fucking now. It's called Pokemon Quest. Um, and it's basically, it's a, it's essentially just a mobile game that's currently on Switch and is coming to mobile, uh, like, later on. Like, it'll be available for Android and iOS. It's cute. It's mindless. Just tap, tap. I haven't felt the need to spend any actual money on it yet. Um, basically, uh, the art style is everything is sort of, like, cubed. Like, not cubed to the point of, like minecraft but cubed nonetheless um i don't know it's it's cute it's mindless it's pokemon so i'm fucking playing it because i am extremely predictable um but no i mean it's free so if you like pokemon um and you like i don't know if like resource management is really the term but like it's it's active battles and you gotta like pick your team sort of carefully going into certain scenarios and whatnot so it's fine it's free though right it's free yeah and it's so free and it's on the eShop right now so, so if, if you have a Monsters switch fan. um go for it check it out very good all right well moving on from there a little bit of housekeeping before we get into new releases uh this if, if you ever are going to go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe to the show. Just an FYI, this is the week to do it because, and we'll, and we'll go ahead and detail some of this now. Next week is E3. And much as we did last year, we're going to be doing some shit during E3 next week. And a lot of it's going to be on YouTube. So we will have specifics for you uh, in the dense pixels fan group, which is densepixels.com slash fans. As far as times and things of that nature, but make sure you go to youtube.com slash densepixels, subscribe. I know that for sure um, we are going to be doing pre-show, live pre-show and post-show coverage for at least Microsoft and Sony. Um, and all you podcast listeners out there, you can expect a bevy of Dense Pixels podcasts for your aural entertainment next week. But again, youtube.com slash densepixels, subscribe to the podcast while you're there. Uh, if you've not subscribed to premium content, for TNP Studios, you can do that at densepixels.com slash premium. It costs just $5 a month or $50 for the entire year. Gets you episodes of the Area of Grievances, the Look Forward Political Podcast, No Time to Bleed, our Action Movie Podcast, uh, Mike and Mine, James Bond slash Spy Movie Podcast, The Men with the Golden Tongues. You also get video episodes of the Nerpocalypse Podcast as well. Tons and tons and tons and tons of content for a very, very minimal price. If you haven't checked it out before, I'm telling you, Put the $5 down. Check it out for a month. I guarantee you'll be back for the other 50 So, again, densepixels.com slash premium. And finally, no matter what podcatching app you use, be it Spotify, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, whatever one you use, make sure you subscribe to the show and subscribe to the other TNP Studio shows as well. We will deliver new episodes to you while you sleep like Podcast Ninjas, and then they will be ready for you to consume in the morning on your morning commute or however and wherever you listen to those. So, new releases. Elder Scrolls Online's new expansion comes out this week. Uh, it is called Somerset. Uh, of course, if you already have Elder Scrolls Online, you can just buy that expansion. I think it's like 40 bucks to get all the content for that. It's pretty cool. Um, I haven't been playing ESO because I don't really enjoy online games that much. Um, but Somerset, uh, the Somerset Isles are where the High Elves are from. Um, so it's it's one of those things where it's like it's a part of the lore that hasn't really been explored in the single player games. So. There you go. Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, the cross 
tag fighter uh, in the Blaze Blue and other anime universes uh, comes out as well. This was first announced at Evo last year. Uh, Shaq Fu, a legend reborn. Amazing. Releasing on every console this week. Uh, this is, of course, a new Shaq Fu game. Uh, they've wisened up and not made it a fighting game, which is probably for the best. And I think instead it's going to be uh, like a side-scrolling brawler instead. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting this game for free because I purchased NBA Playgrounds on the Switch while it was fucked up. And this, oh was, this is what I was told would be my free reward for being an early customer of that game. So I will let you guys know how it is when I receive my code. I don't know when that's going to be. Hopefully soon. Apparently, I just Googled Shaq Fu. And apparently Shaq Fu DLC lets you play as Obama. That's weird. But okay. I guess. Why not? Uh, for legal reasons, it will officially involve, quote, Dirty Barry. But the references make it quite clear who it is based upon. Dirty Barry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, at least, at least, they're, at least they're, they know what this game is. At least. Yeah. So. You can say you can say that for him. Uh, on Rush, a new racing game coming out this week. Uh, vampire or Vampire, depending on how you choose to pronounce your uh, misspelled for no reason words, uh, is coming out. This is the new game from Don't Nod, aka the makers of Life is Strange. Uh, this is not a narrative-driven game, though. This is actually going to be like a action uh, game of sorts. And then MotoGP 18 also releases as well for you motorcycle fans. Um, games of Gold and PlayStation Plus both got announced this week as well for the month of June. On Xbox, for the first entire month of June, you get Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia. Of course, the Chronicles series are the side-scrolling 2.5D Assassin's Creed games. Um, so that's free for the entire month. For in the second half of June into the beginning of July, you also get the Smite Gold Bundle. Um, Smite is free to play. The gold bundle is a $100 value. Terrence, you said this was a pretty good investment. Yeah, if they've given you $100 worth of stuff, that probably means it's going to have all of the characters unlocked. And there's quite a few characters. So, so that's available from June 16th through July 15th uh, for $360. Beginning half of the month through the 15th, you get Sonic uh, and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Our Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing Transform, the second of the two Sonic Kart Racing games. And then the second half of the month, you get LEGO Indiana Jones Part 2. On PlayStation, uh, for free in the month of June, you will be able to pick up XCOM 2 and Trials Fusion as well. Uh, those are your free games for the month. Uh, you can, If you have a PS3, you can also get Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Future Soldier. I did like that game quite a bit, actually. When it released. Um, also releasing digitally this week. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. This is not the main Bloodstained game. Uh, that was funded on Kickstarter. This was a bonus game. Uh, this is basically an homage. Uh, to Castlevania 3. Dracula's Curse. Right down to the graphics. And gameplay. Apparently. And like map layout. Yeah. <laughs> they are uh, they are pulling no punches as to where the inspiration for this game came from so if you really like castlevania 3 which i do uh you might want to check this one out as well uh warhammer 40k inquisitor dash martyr also releasing this week at least for the xbox one and then some release date and new game announcements uh this kind of falls in this category both playstation and xbox are doing massive massive event sale events during e3 week um, play, Sony will have a new 
exclusive blue PlayStation 4, which is like a royal blue with gold PlayStation logos on it. It looks kind of cool. Um, again, we don't care much for custom consoles around these parts, but this one looks all right. So that'll be available. You can also save $50 on a PlayStation 4 Pro. You can save 100 bucks on a PlayStation VR bundle. DualShocks will be 40 bucks. Bunch of hot PlayStation titles will be on sale, including Horizon Zero Dawn for 20 bucks, which is a pretty good deal. Um, Xbox also is going to be discounting the Xbox One X for the first time. Uh, that's going to be $449 for a week starting on June 7th. Uh, you can also save, uh, you can get a 500 gig One S for 200 bucks. You can get a one terabyte One S for 250 A uh, bunch of discounts on games. Uh, you can get a month of Xbox Live for a dollar. Sure, I guess. And you can also save $10 on controllers as well. Uh, next is Red Dead 2 released their special editions today. There's going to be several different collector's editions, including one that does not include the game, but just has a bunch of Red Dead Redemption collectibles in it. Uh, we have a link in the show notes if you wanted to check out all the stuff you get there. I'm not going to detail everything. What are we saying right now? How much is the one that doesn't have the game? A hundred bucks. <laughs> Them niggas is crazy. Wait, Fuck. what? No, that's offensive. Yeah, it's that's offensive. That's offensive. Why would I? But why would I buy a collector's edition of a video game that does not include the game and it's a hundred fucking dollars? I mean, look at it this way: if they release like this collector's edition, it would probably cost two hundred dollars with the game and all the digital no, content. No, I'm not going to look at it this. any other way. This is fucking. <laughs> You know what? Just because of that, I'm not buying it. There you go. Oh, you weren't you gonna buy me. it anyway. Get get out of here. You ain't making some sacrifice. Like, I am making a sacrifice. No, you're not. No, you you're not. To get this game. You don't know that. Bunch of white no, people in the West. I played the first one. <laughs> yeah, you played the first one. I beat it. Which is why you're not buying the second one. Yeah, but did you buy the first one like day one with the yeah, fucking special? Mm. No, I didn't get the special edition. I don't do special editions. But I did buy, I, I bought, no, I bought Red Dead Redemption the first day. I beat that multiple times, actually. But this, I'm not super interested. I was on the fence. But now that they're selling a $100 special edition with nothing in it, I'm going to be petty and I'm not picking it up at all. Which, is, um, like yeah. Destiny 2. You're going to get it on sale. Nah. No, I believe, no, I believe and, Trust me, I am obstinate as fuck. When I, <laughs> he's he's, 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 he's proven it. He's proven it. Let mm. me, let me ask you this question. If what? if uh, I'm Brad, uh, you, I I ain't no. asking nothing about this. <laughs> <laughs> Brad didn't play the first one, right? I no, played the first he, one for five hours. But Brad, Brad is a uh, Brad is a consummate professional. Whereas I'm like Krusty the Clown when I come in here and I just fly by the seat of my bed. All right, let's do this. <laughs> um, this uh, hundred dollar edition that doesn't have a game is it the one with the collector's box? Yes, the one with the red box. Yes, that's the one. So you get a, a a map that means nothing. You get a placemat because that's what that is, right? <laughs> you get a mini Crown Royal bag. <laughs> I'm surprised you know what that is. Oh, well, I'm black. black. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to drink no fuck Crown Royal. <laughs> they was probably holding chains in the Crown Royal bag when he was a kid. I I, I kept my brass M in a Crown Royal bag that I uh, broke somebody's hand with. Um, there you go. <laughs> you get uh, you get a deck of playing cards. Mm. Uh, you get 
Uh, my eyes are. I'm getting old. Are these Monopoly pieces? Uh, they they appear. Uh, they're pin set. They're pins, Micah. Oh, yeah. a pin. They come in the Crown Royal bag. Apparently, a pin. A pin. A pin. A pin. You get a. You get a a a, a, a blood flag. Um, <laughs> you get. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a puzzle. Wow, a double like, sided. Oh, a double sided. You get a puzzle. puzzle. A challenge coins. You get. Cigarette cards. Well, I'm actually looking at this. This is not worth a hundred dollars, guys. No, <laughs> thank you. You can, get, you can literally get all this stuff at a goddamn supermarket. <laughs> right, but because it's branded with Red Dead, yeah, this is fucked up. Yeah. Here's the thing: I could understand this if they were charging fifty for this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a Terrence here. This is offensive, actually. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't like this the, one the bit. That's vanity. The fact that they're charging a hundred dollars for this is fucking obscene. Like again, if if they if this was fifty, I'd be like, that's a little much. But you know what? For people who are super into Red Dead, you know, maybe maybe all this fancy is, is there anyone who's in really box, into whatever. the world of Red Dead Redemption? No, no, no. My look, look. People play Red Dead to fucking shoot white people. Yes, with other but, um, white, with other white people. Wait a minute, they yeah. did shoot a lot of like Native Americans in that game too. I that's think. true. That's true as well. What? Uh, look. Like like Micah said, all of this, what the 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 Crown Royal bag, I I made one of them in school. That's not even gonna be as nice as a Crown Royal bag. That's gonna be like shitty, shitty yeah. fucking like canvas bullshit. This ain't even velvet. No, fuck. It's <laughs> <laughs> like playing cards. So I that you can get at a store for like three dollars. I think I have a set of Red oh, Dead Redemption playing cards. You they do? were. Free. I think I got them from the first fucking yeah, game. They I probably still have them somewhere in this bitch. Yeah, no, nah, no. So I, th- I think okay. the the official position at Dense Pixels is we give this collector's edition a thumbs down. That's bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that. That is highly offensive. Um, if you buy this, you're dumb. <laughs> yeah, straight up, absolutely. Sorry. If you buy this, you're dumb. You don't have to apologize for that statement. It's it's reasonable. It's a reasonable response. And then, uh, lastly, um, Nintendo is going to do what Nintendo does, and that is release a special edition 2DS XL. Uh, this one is going to be based on the Hylian Shield. I want it. And it's quite an attractive-looking console. It I looks say. real nice. You know, I, I have really no f- use for a 2 I have two 3DSs. What the fuck is a 2DS XL? It's a 3DS that doesn't use, like, the 3D function. That is correct. And it's cheaper. So it, plays, it plays all the 3D games. It just the top screen doesn't do the 3D shit. Okay. Yeah. So... It'll be $160. It's available July 2nd. Here's the thing. It comes with... Uh, it does come with a link between worlds Zelda, pre-installed. A link between worlds yes. pre-installed on the system. Um, link between worlds is one of my all-time favorite Zelda games. It's really fucking good. If for whatever godforsaken reason, you don't have a, a member of the 3DS family of consoles... Um, this is this is good because that's a good ass looking system and it comes with one of the best games available for that system. And that's true. For $160, you too can buy a console that's probably only gonna see about 12 more months of support before it goes <laughs> into the dustbin of history. So there's that. Well <laughs> I'm not I'm not arguing against that. I'm just, so that's I'm it just for, saying it's, it's cute. A uh, collector's edition of a game that didn't got the gun. You are really stuck. On this, aren't <laughs> yeah, you? He's stuck on it, man. Nuts. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Well, I'm. Well, Terrence had better get his head straight out. Added the Red Dead Redemption to Hayes because he has headlines this week. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is confirmed under uh, by Ubisoft ahead of E3. 
Okay. They they had but, apparently they had to get out in front of this because somebody leaked a keychain. <laughs> yeah. So, because they made the mistake of fucking sending keychains to stores. Um, I think this like it happened in France first. Of course it happened in France. It's Ubisoft. Yeah. I mean it's Ubisoft. So yeah, um the basically a pre-order bonus uh arrived in stores before the game was officially announced and uh lowly paid game store employees being what they are immediately took to the internet with photos of it. <laughs> I didn't know they were still doing like yearly iterations. Of this. Uh, they weren't because they, they took weren't. two years between Syndicate and Origins. And we said, ah, good. Ubisoft has learned their lesson finally. And they were rewarded handsomely with the great performance of Assassin's Creed Origins. And they said, that's great. Look at all this money. How can we fuck this up? I knew <laughs> this was coming. I knew it was coming because Assassin's Creed Origins has like, they deal with the Greeks in that game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're going to Greece next because there are way too many Greeks just walking around <laughs> for them not to be for those assets to not be used. Yeah, I mean, I think that that was a leading theory a while back. Um, but I think the the big rumor right now is that the main characters from Origins will come into Odyssey, and that Odyssey will basically lead right out of of Origins. Like it's it's. It's not going to feature the same protagonist, but um, it's it's still going to be like a direct sequel. So yeah, of course, because you got all those assets that you can use again. And apparently, Ubisoft figure out how to animate women, and uh, there will be a female playable char- character option in the new Assassin's Creed game. Uh, a female one playable of character, as in the main character? Yes. Or just a, oh snap! Well, they had one of the other one, and the one in, that took place in England. Right? Remember? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Syndicate had uh yeah. I think her name was uh I think her name was Pokemon Let's Go Eevee or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I still haven't Eevee. let go of people being like, Hey Ubisoft, sure would be nice if you put a female playable character in your games and Ubisoft going, Females are really hard to animate, so no. Like <laughs> Right, because they animated all the dudes to walk like lumbering ogres, and women don't walk like lumbering ogres. First of all, yes, they do. Second yeah, no. <laughs> Second of all, even if they didn't, uh, it doesn't take that long. Like you can figure it out. Better watch. Better watch out who you're making comments about. Or you might get a Facebook timeout. Yeah, no kidding. I say I say the word woman, and 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 any negative thing all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm 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 in Facebook jail. You know what would be funny if I was in Facebook jail? Nobody would know it. Yeah, yeah. That's true. They, they, they're sure wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like you you posted more today just to compensate for the fact that somebody else was in Facebook jail. Yeah, and I only did that just to make fun of him. Just to <laughs> just, just to have his his mentions just blow the fuck up because he gets the mentions but he can't comment on. It. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's so he, he can see everything, but he can't. He just yes, can't respond. Can that's fucking hilarious. Comment on it. Yeah, that shit fucking <laughs> sucks, yo. <laughs> like it really does because it shit happened to me last week. Oh, that's good. Like, see, you can see, see everything. I, I thought they just locked you out of the site for twenty four hours. Nope. Nope. No, no. This was, uh, this was the analogy that they, that he that he gave me uh, through uh, through a personal messenger. He said it's like 
it's like you're in prison and they give you water, but they gag your mouth so you can't drink. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the sunken place. Like you're sitting there, you can see everything, but you have no control. You can't do anything. It sucks. That's really funny. Especially if you if you're like on there all the time. Like, like, like bullshit. So I've been tagging them just I want to hear his thoughts on certain things. And I'll just tag him just to be a dick because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't wait till his first post tomorrow. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> all of you are the worst. Uh, that is funny. Um, back to this thing called the uh, dense pixels. Um, reports and doc and leaked documents suggest that Fortnite is coming to the Switch. Okay. All right. I mean, I mean, they put why it on. Not? They put it on phones. I can't imagine why they yeah, can't. Like, right. I mean, that's Switch, that. So. That was my whole response. Was they have it on your phone? Why wouldn't it come to the Switch? But here's my question, though. So the, the part part of the main appeal of the Switch is the fact that you can take it and play it on the go. Right. But Fortnite, you have yeah. to be connected to the internet because it's online only. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, they, they put didn't they put PUBG on a phone also? Yep. It's the same thing. So, I know, but but you don't always have an internet connection for your Switch. Like your phone is connected to the internet because it is. All oh, the time. okay. But your Switch has to have Wi-Fi access of some kind. Well, tell her to your phone. You could. You could. There you go. Uh, uh, no. Or maybe they're just doing it for the people in Japan who have you know embraced technology while we're regressing at a rapid clip in everything in life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a big mood. Oh, Jesus, this country's fucked. Yep. Um, yeah, speaking of this country, Bungie gets $100 million from Chinese gaming company to grow the multi-franchise studio. Uh, God damn it, we, we are China's bitch. Bungie, the studio behind the Halo and Destiny franchise. How is Destiny 2 treating y'all anyway? Uh, I just got back in the expansion. I, I just got back like in two last days week. I was, I was playing last week. I was got got through the Warmind expansion, grinded out the exotic quests, trying to get that gun, that second gun. Mm, okay. Got got the sweet new hand cannon that fucking hits like a brick, like a fucking rock through a plate glass window. It's great. Uh, the hand cannon that when someone else gets is the exact same hand cannon that you have because it, is. it doesn't have any kind of specialized um, things going on. It, with is. it and they've been making improvements to the exotic armor to make it mm. stand out a little bit more. Terrence, it's it's good. We're I having don't fun. It. Um, yeah, so what is this place called? What was I at? Uh, it's received investment from NetEase, a massive Chinese online gaming company. The partnership opens up China to Bungie's games, including Destiny 2, for the first time. Apparently, this also opens the throwing money at us. They do. Apparently, this also opens (laughs) up the possibility that Bungie could end up self publishing games in the future, not having to go through a publishing partner. I, okay, is it going to have a bunch of fucking uh, like logos in the beginning of the game? Like movies? Yep. Because they got Chinese money now? Yep. Bungie in association with NetEase. The fuck is a NetEase? Is that like a, a, a cable company? An internet company? Look. China's all, all, all anyone should care about is uh, are they still going to make good games? Are they going to make a game better than Destiny? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I don't think this <laughs> deal is going to have any like quick impact anyway. I think this is something for 
much further down the road. I'll also mention that uh, for those of you listening to this on Tuesday, if you're early enough in the day, Bungie is revealing the new the fall expansion for the first time on a live Twitch live stream tomorrow. Oh snap! So maybe okay. it'll get me to boot it up again. I haven't played it in a while. Like I missed uh, I missed Iron Banner. So did I. All that stuff. But you played. You went through the Warmind expansion though, when it, for the uh, the campaign at least when it came out. Um, eventually, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's super short too. It is like I beat I beat the campaign in like two hours. I have been having fun getting caught up into escalation protocols, even though that's not going well so far because I'm not a high enough light level to really do anything. Yeah, in it, but I have gotten through a couple waves by just happening to be in with people that are powerful enough to do damage. Yeah. In those, and that's more. It's more fun than I thought it would be, because they made it just sound like a glorified, like horde mode, like a court of oryx or prison of elders type of thing. Yeah. But it's a little bit more fun than that, and very satisfying when you can take down one of those fucking big ass yellow bar assholes that they throw out at you every every wave, because those things take a beating. I don't think I made it that far. Like I literally finished it, fought that big worm. Mm-hmm. And uh, turn it off. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't do anything else. Okay. Um, maybe I'll get back into it when there's nothing else to play. It's but, fun. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, mean, I I finally just picked it up since Warmind came out pretty much for the first time last week and got yeah. sucked back in because yeah, that's how it goes. So, uh, being as E3 is right around the corner, just a reminder: go to densepixels.com/slash Amazon whenever you make any purchases, including all of your E3 pre-orders or purchase games, whatever you do. Do it at densepixels.com slash Amazon because you will pay the same low price. We will get a very small percentage of the sale, which helps support the podcast, pays for hosting fees, equipment, things like that that we need. So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon purchases, big or small. Following a 24-hour live stream on Twitch, Bethesda Softworks, located seven miles from my house, unveiled the next game in the Fallout universe. It's called Fallout 76, which refers to uh, the vault where it takes place. The teaser trailer includes scenes uh, set inside a relatively well-maintained Fallout shelter. The vault looks decked out for a party with balloons and confetti all over the place and a sign that uh, the occasion is called uh, Reclamation Day. Uh, Pit-Boy is there because it's Fallout. And but there's a, a, a conspicuous lack of weapons of any kind. The entire setting looks extremely domestic, set inside a chill child's bedroom <clears throat> and a family living space. The only character shown on screen was a single vault dweller donning the blue vault six jumps where boy with the date that reads October 27th, uh, 2102. The broadcast in the trailer features. An official saying, when the fighting has stopped and the fallout has settled, you must rebuild. Now, you guys are, particularly Carrie, is uh, our fallout (laughs) expert. I've only uh, beaten one fallout, and that was fallout 4. And I've played a couple others, but didn't finish them because I don't like 50s decor. (laughs) What do you think? about what? this. I, that is the only reason I haven't done it. I hate 50s decor. The 50s sucked. Fucking, yeah. fucking yeah. My, my Three Sons and Donna Reed and 
Mr. Ed and all that stupid shit. It sucked. <laughs> Adventures of Superman was good. Adventures of Superman was good because it was Superman. But that's it. And I don't even think that, uh, that wasn't good and, either. And, but and that's, George didn't really look yeah. much like a Superman. He looked he like a, a man, though. He was a man. He was a man who <laughs> who just sucked in his stomach and stuck his chest out. And, well, I'm Superman now. And then just held his breath for however long the show was on. So, oh. yes, Carrie. All right. So, um, I, like... Hundreds of thousands of other people throughout the course of the day was trolled big time by Bethesda on that 24-hour stream that just showed a, a vault boy bobblehead. And every so often, a Bethesda staff member would come on screen and, like, pretend to be whispering something to the bobblehead or, like, drop balloons in the room and leave. And, and I was like, something's going to happen. And then nothing fucking happens until the next day. So, thanks, Bethesda. Uh, that being said, um, so this is not the first time we've heard of Vault 76. Vault 76 was mentioned in logs in uh, the Brotherhood of Steel Citadel in Fallout 3. Fallout 3 takes place in New Vegas. So, um, my current theory about where Vault 76 is located based on the fact that the DC branch of the Brotherhood of Steel would have been keeping tabs on the vault, um, and the fact that the um, trailer song was Take Me Home Country Roads, which is, of course, about West Virginia, and the fact that the code name for the game uh, was Mountain, um, I think it's in Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Um, because that would be close enough to D.C. Um, Vault 76 was opened a year before um, the Great War actually happened. It was created for the tricentennial of the United States of America, which is why it's Vault 76. Um, so, yeah, I think I think the vault is in Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, because of the historical significance of Harper's Ferry within American history and because that is right on the Appalachian Trail uh, and also close to D.C. And it's in West Virginia. So that's that's my working theory. That was way more information than I expected to get. Out of yeah, this. like, I, I, I believe you. <laughs> what do you think this game is going to play like because there are rumors going around that this is going to be an online fallout i believe that 100 percent. i don't think this is like um going to be a full single player experience um the thing about this game is that yes it is being developed by bethesda softworks main office in uh rockville maryland but we also know that it's being um, also handled and perhaps handled more so by um, the Houston branch of Bethesda, uh, formerly known as Battlecry Studios, um, who had been working on that online game Battlecry before that got outright canceled. So those guys have their sort of handle on how online games are maybe supposed to work um, and would be applying sort of their experience in developing uh, the ultimately canceled Battlecry uh, to the Fallout universe. So the big rumors are that this game is going to play uh, it's like an open world online survival RPG similar to uh, DayZ or Rust. Um, obviously, there's there's only so much we can sort of glean from the trailer itself. Um, there have been some 
leaks to Kotaku, the um, legitimacy of those, I think, uh, should always be taken with a grain of salt. Um, but obviously Bethesda's press conference is on Sunday, and I fully expect us to know all about how this game is going to play at that point in time. Here's a bold prediction, what? even though we're, jump- we're probably jumping the gun a little bit with this. I think people are going to be let down by this game ultimately. Hmm. Because I think people, when they when they look for a Fallout game, I think that they're looking for that very specific Fallout experience that those games, at least in their later iterations, have provided, obviously not counting the first two Fallout games that released. The first, the first two games, look, I love the lore of those games. Those games are not fucking fun. No. They're not. <laughs> but I, <laughs> those games are not fun. I have not played them. I read through all of the story and all of the lore. So, like, I know about, like, the Master and, and all, of, all of that crazy shit that happened out West. But, boy, I'm just not fucking interested in playing those games. Um, no, it's like, I, it's like playing the original Metal Gear games for the fucking MSX. Like, right, they're, they're terrible. Like, why the fuck would you? Um, so... Yeah, I do. I do agree, though. I think in general, people look to sort of like main studio, mainline Bethesda Softworks games for like a very specific single player open world experience. Um, And this is probably not going to be that. Um, That being said, I would say I'm cautiously optimistic just because I like it's it's cute that you put the word cautiously in front of that because I don't believe you (laughs) at all. (laughs) I know you. You're the you're 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 the person that's played fucking every you played every fallout game at least twice have you not uh i haven't i haven't gone through fallout 4 a second time okay um i just like i played the shit well, out the, of well, it the, but five, I the five the five times you went through new vegas will compensate for that that's so. fair <laughs> <laughs> i think i think it's been more than that through new vegas at this point right after um, my after my 10 minute dissertation on why i think this new fallout takes place <laughs> in West Virginia, i'm cautiously optimistic about it no i mean in in regards to like how it's going to play like i think i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about like the online component i like i very much like the idea of a more rural setting for a fallout game one that's not based around a city like boston or dc or um vegas um i i think like a a rural more wild um less settled fallout is interesting um the the date on the pit boy in the trailer is um like October 2102, which is when like the reclamation day would have been. Um, so I, or five years after the reclamation day would have been. So it's like 25 years after the great war or something like that. So in terms of like where this game falls on the fallout timeline at large, it would be the earliest game by far. Um, so I think that that provides a lot of interesting opportunities with what they can do with this game in this universe, because if it's only 25 years after the bombs fell, then there's not as much settlements that would have come back up. And um, it would just be a very different world and a very different experience. So, so there's a chronology with fallout. I thought oh, yeah. they were like final fantasy where everything no. is just kind of set in a world. And that world is exclusive to that game. Nope. There's like they're they all take place in the same United States. Elder Scrolls uh, is the same way. If you didn't know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Elder Scrolls takes know, place yeah. like several like five hundred years apart, like shit like that. Like I think Skyrim is like literally like five hundred years after Oblivion. Um, so like the history of Cyrodiil and whatnot is is very much like a thing. 
Um, but I think so it's like 2077 is when like the Great War happens. That's the, the apocalypse. That's the nuclear fallout. Um, and then Fallout 4 is like the latest game in the series. Um, but everything else sort of happens in like the 2100s and the 2200s. Um, late in the 2100s and the 2200s. So having a game be just, you know, two and a half decades after um, the Great War would be, it'd be, it'd be interesting, it'd be something new. So that's all I really care about. I'm a fucking lore slut. So <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm like that with Destiny, so I can't blame you. <laughs> yeah, you read all those cards. Did you read all those cards? The Grimoire cards on the first game? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you I, everyone that I had, yeah. Find out some really cool shit in those. And the Book of I Sorrows? Book of Sorrows is awesome, Terrence. The what? The Book of Sorrows. I don't know what that is. It's, it's basically like the Hive Bible, essentially. For lack of a better term. Okay. It's very interesting. I don't play video games to read books. <laughs> about the guns, like where they, like where the where the thorn comes from, and that's fun too. Like I said, to read the lore on the different weapons specifically, is it? it is. It is okay. <laughs> it's not just about shooting stuff, Terrence. We don't just run through killing things and trying to get S rank scores and all the, every level. You can stop and smell the roses too. Yeah, yeah. You trying to tell me as much Devil May Cry as you played, none of that story seeped in? The cutscenes. <laughs> not reading shit. I don't. I don't. I still don't know the fucking lore. I know them niggas as brothers, <laughs> <laughs> and they fight demons. I still don't know what the hell. What's his name? Nero. Okay, I don't know and, where that and, name came from. Well, see, like I said, I I know Mike is not going to say shit either because I know that he knows. That I know that he's reading all them codex entries in Mass Effect as well. Yeah, I'm reading all that wow. code. I'm reading all the Mass Effect stuff. I I know way more about Street Fighter lore than I need to. Um, yeah, yeah. The same way. At the very least, I'm like I know what I'm about. I'm playing games usually for the story. Like, yeah, you're playing like, games that have like story as their core, whereas yeah. you know. I'm playing games where, you know, people punch each other and then there's a loose thread of why they're punching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need all that story in my games. Yeah, I don't need all that. A good story was... Yeah. I'm <laughs> pressing buttons. I don't feel like... I'm not here to read. Like, I'm like playing Dragon's Crown. And although he's narrating, like, he narrates too fucking slow, so I gotta kind of read and I'm like, you're talking too much. Shut up. I, I mean, don't know. To be fair, the story in Dragon's Crown is a very loose, uh, loose endeavor in any way. Yeah. Well, they, they seem to make it really important because it's, you're it's, constantly it's talking to people. Like, just, just it's Dragon's Crown. It, it is Diablo that runs side to side. That is what Dragon's yeah. Crown That's is. That's what so. that is. <laughs> and you lose track of your character every 30 seconds. <laughs> There's a lot going on on that screen, but it's yeah. fun. It is. Uh, next up. The new Pokemon games come out for Switch, guys. Hey, they announced this game while I was in a fucking concert, and I was really mad about it. Uh, I went to the Jack White show in DC last week, and it was a phone-free show. Ah. So that day was it was Tuesday. They started Bethesda started the fucking Fallout stream. So I figured, okay, well maybe they'll announce it tonight. So I, you know, ignored my phone. The phone was in like a magnetic case, basically. 
Um, so like it was unaccessible for the course of the show, which was awesome. Um, more shows should do that. But I get back to my car and I'm waiting on Chris to pay for parking and I'm looking through my Twitter feed and everyone's talking Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. And I'm like, did they fucking, did they fucking announce a new Pokemon game while I'm in a concert? <laughs> <laughs> two, two new Pokemon games as a matter two of fact. Two new Pokemon games. They're the same thing. It's fine. Yeah, it is. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Those games are called Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. They will be released November 16th. They will take players back to the Kanto region. And they are essentially uh, uh, remakes. They're yellow, they're yellow remakes. Yeah, that's, remakes that's, what, that's literally what like the Japanese press release called them, was like their remakes of yellow specifically. So, But apparently this is not supposed to be like the new Pokemon game for the Switch that they were teasing before. It's not the one that they talked about... So last year when they talked about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and they like cut to um, like Junichi Matsuda um, or whoever, I think it was Masuda. um, And he was like, hey, just so you know, we are working on a core RPG for the Nintendo Switch. It is in development. So these games are not that game. That game is still happening. There will still be a brand new like traditional core RPG Pokemon game for the Switch, and they're saying that will be in the latter half of 2019. I'll wait for that one. That's fine. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at this one, and um, it looks fine. It looks like uh, like a glorified Pokemon Go. I mean, ultimately, um, so that's that's causing a lot of polarized opinions. It's it's incorporating a lot of things from Pokemon Go, like how you catch Pokemon by throwing the Pokeball um, and sort of like, you know, trying to get it in the ring and whatever. Um, it's you can see all of the Pokemon on the overworld. Now there's there's no more random battles. You actually like approach the Pokemon that you're trying to catch and whatnot. I feel like it's sort of like bridging the gap almost between Pokemon Go and like a regular RPG because like you're still going through Kanto. You're still catching Pokemon. You're still going to have a team. The battle system still uses the four move um, system that the core series has. Um, It's just, it's incorporating a lot of different things. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like, they're trying to get the people who maybe got um, hooked on Pokemon via Pokemon Go and maybe haven't played like an actual console game in a long time. Um, sort of like back into <laughs> yeah they're trying the to series. They oh they know what they're doing yeah they, they much like drug dealers they know how to oh, look you into it look as soon as they were like they're they're releasing this uh accessory called the pokeball go plus or the pokeball plus where you can like tap it to your switch and you can like put a pokemon in the pokeball and take it with you Look, inject that shit directly into my veins, Nintendo. Thank you. <laughs> not just I'm the here Tama- for it. And not just the Tamagotchi. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but now I can put my favorite Pokemon in my pocket and take it with me wherever I go. Look, you, can, you literally I've have been, a pocket monster. I literally have a pocket monster now. And <laughs> I was look. Y'all are old as shit. So I was eight when Pokemon was big. So I've been waiting for this for the last 20 years. Eight? So God damn. Pokemon debuted in the U.S. in 1998. So. Yo. I was still a virgin playing Pokemon Snap. 
damn. And now you're a non-virgin who will probably play Pokemon. Who will play snap. Pokemon next year? Oh snap! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too old and black for Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> like I think I was too old and black when Pokemon first came out. You were too old and black as soon as you came out of the womb for anything. <laughs> yeah. For, any, for anything yeah. childlike. I, I'm looking at this this trailer right now, and I'm like, I don't get it. I just don't. Like it's just it's, they have a, like a Pokemon controller, a Pokeball controller now. Yep. So like you can about? you can use it, and like here's the here's my main concern. It's like we all remember when the Wii came out, right? And we remember when people were playing Wii Sports and we're playing like Wii bowling, in their controllers, and into their in their controllers right into their television. That is. <laughs> 100% going to happen with this game. And I am very much looking forward to those videos hitting the internet. There's a wrist strap on it. So Absolutely, it's... there's a wrist strap. But Terrence, you know better than anyone, people are fucking dumb. That is true. That is 100% correct. Um, so, and Pokemon. I, okay. I got whiplash from these game announcements, though. <laughs> At least they we're not even a fucking E3 yet. Both of these are are very much my jam, but boy, if they aren't the like complete opposite ends of my personal gaming spectrum. Yeah, no kidding. One is a childlike uh, a childlike dog fighting simulator, and the other is the future. Of, <laughs> and the other is the future of our country. You know, in fairness, those two can go together better than you probably think they could. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> I feel I feel like the skills you pick up from one can really help you in the other. <laughs> Making earning bottle caps to so, trade for things. So Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for uh the Pokemon Let's Go games. I have Let's Go Pikachu pre-ordered um because fuck Eevee. Um one v one me scrub lords. I'm ripped. I fucking hate Eevee, and I'm sick of all of the new evolutions. Um, Eevee, Eevee seems like a bitch. Eevee is a bitch. Like she seems like she's very like uppity. You know what I mean? Like with got the little fur collar. All right, calm down. Eevee, right. Eevee reminds me of like a Pokemon Kardashian. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just get the fuck out of here. Right. Go solve prison reform, Evie. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh my god like i said we're, we're not diving into politics this episode but the little daily bonds that we keep having are pretty fucking hilarious <laughs> so i like yeah it. i like it a lot all right so that i and to to put a bow on that i'm surprised they announced that this week and didn't say that because that makes me wonder what other big announcements they have uh coming in their direct next yeah week. i mean so, that's that's my big question so we shall see uh it is E3 prediction time, folks, as we are wont to do. Uh, we will make some outlandish predictions. We asked you for your predictions. We will get to those in a second. But before that, we can each give a couple still possible, but also like out of left field predictions that I think that uh, we might see next week. Do We're we not... want to do we want to do this like per press conference? No, no, just just no, a okay. handful. We don't need to be here all, right. all day doing this stuff. Um, I think uh, that at the Bethesda conference, they will announce and show off a new trailer for Doom 2, and that will release next spring. It's one that I have. Since they ruined my Elder Scrolls prediction, because they're not putting that out now since fucking Fallout 76 is coming out. Here's the thing. I, I, um, if, we're, if we're starting with Bethesda, um, like we already know they're talking Fallout 76 and Rage 2. Um, I, I really think 
they're going to announce Elder Scrolls Six. I think we're going to get both now that we know that um, Battlecry has been working on Fallout seventy six. I I really think that Elder Scrolls Six will get announced. I absolutely do. I'm going to be mad if I backed away from that prediction and it ends up happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do I think is going to happen? Um. I think you'll get a a new Brink game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's bold. That's extremely bold. <laughs> Playing the long odds, guys. Yeah. I, I think the other odds. thing. I think the other thing that could happen with Bethesda, um, like we, I think, like we just got a new Wolfenstein and a new Evil Within. Um, I think it's possible we could get like a a Prey sequel. And uh, possibly another Dishonored announced. I think that's um, too much Bethesda stuff in one year's press conference. Good lord! Yeah, yeah. we're loaded up. Uh, um, I think EA is going to talk about shooters and sports. Well, I, I, I'm really hoping for something Dragon Age. Oh, that would be awesome! I would love a new Dragon Age yeah. as long as it's good. That is, yeah, <laughs> and not <Yeah>. mediocre. <laughs> that is my that is my one big bold prediction: is that we'll get a some sort of Dragon Age announcement. Terrence, what do you got? I predict that Microsoft <laughs> is going to show games. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long shot right I, I've got a Microsoft like prediction I predict that they don't mention once Crackdown 3 I don't think that's too far no I oh. think that is 100% correct I think we're going to get a new fable or they announce Crackdown 3 and it comes out that Tuesday interesting that's an interesting how about that because that game has been in development since 1997 <laughs> uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, how, about, how about a PlayStation one? I think that you will see a PlayStation All Stars kart racing game coming from Sony. I would not be mad about that. Um, On I Sony, want, I just want uh, De- Devil May Cry Five. That's all. I don't care about anything else. Uh, you might get that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, I don't I, think I that's unreasonable. I want to see. I want to see actual gameplay footage. That's not going to happen. Not a trailer. Not like a fucking. CGI trailer, actual game. I mean, in, in fairness, it does seem it does seem unfair me making PlayStation predictions since I do have the leaked PlayStation run sheet that, <laughs> that was uh, that was sent to me last week. I think so. Like Sony has already come out and said that like the bulk of their presser is going to focus on Spider Man, The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, and Death Stranding. Um, as far as the last of those go, um, Death Stranding goes, I think Hideo Kojima is going to get up on stage. I think he will have Norman Reedus and Mads Mikkelsen with him. I think they will talk extensively about the, the impact that this game is going to have on the industry and the technology that was used. And I think at the end of it, no one will have any more of a fucking clue as to what Death Stranding is actually about than uh, we did last year. I predict Death Stranding is going to fucking suck. I'll, That's do you, what I I'll do you one better. I think it gets a 2019 release date. And I think it's a movie. That might be true, too. I don't believe it's a game. <laughs> like, what if it's a movie for real? I'm serious. I think that shit's a fucking movie. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any... Like, what do you do in that game? They haven't shown a stitch of gameplay. Like, They haven't shown anything that even looks like gameplay. Nope. 
Like, fuck off, Kojima. You know, like, uh, the other thing that I think that's going to happen at Sony's conference is, um, so at the Game Awards last year, From Software, like, teased a game, and they, like, didn't give any, like, it's probably Bloodborne 2, um, but I think we will get confirmation on what the fuck that is, um, that From Software is working on, and I think that'll happen at the Sony conference. Um, I predict that uh, Ubisoft will get a C-list comedian to come out and <laughs> awkwardly host uh, their presser. And uh, we'll get another Just Dance game. Yep. I think we could get a new Splinter Cell. Yes, that is my actual, that is my actual prediction. Uh, it's time for Splinter Cell to come back. I heard a... Uh, like Alliance side or not? No, it won't be Michael Ironside. I actually heard someone else predict that it'll be a new protagonist. And oh. Sam Fisher will be in like the the Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond role. Kind of controlling things from afar. Oh. That'd be interesting. All right. Yeah. That'll be that'll be that'll be acceptable. Because that that other Sam Fisher without Michael Ironside and they just like de aged him twenty years, like oh, oh, what is this? Oh, I guess you could have Michael Ironside come back, especially in that role. If you were going to yeah. do that. Yeah. But no, he's not going to be, he's not going to be in the field, but yeah, if he's, if he's old man Wayne, then yeah. You know what I really want from Ubisoft this year? I'd love a new Prince of Persia. Mm, I could, I could take or leave a Prince of Persia. I'd, I'd like a new good Prince of Persia game from Ubisoft. Was the last one with the, the Nolan North Prince of Persia? No, they made another one after that. Yeah. That was actually decent. Yeah. Uh, Square Enix is back on the E3 stage for the first time oh, since yeah. 2015. That's right. I think I'm they are sure going to be... Of, um, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yep. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be delayed. Oh, really? Out of 2018? I, <laughs> out of, I think it's going to be delayed out of 2018. Wow. Because be so, so we've move. seen a couple of trailers recently, and like the first one we saw, it was like now in development. And like the most recent one we saw, they were like 2018. I think they're going to get up on stage and like Nomura is going to be like, I'm very sorry. It's we're not done. Like it's next year. See, I, I, I think they will actually have a release date for it. That huh? It's going to come out in 2018. I think they've shown too much now that they can't like, like they're too forthcoming with the fucking kingdom hearts that, that, that they have to know it's coming out this year. No, I, only... I, think it's, I think it's going to be delayed because that is how square Enix and Nomura work. Because even, even Terrence thinks it's coming out this year. There's only one way they can handle a delay, right? It says at you know at the end of the sizzle reel for the tra- at the end of the trailer it says coming spring 2019, and then you hear the groans, and then all of a sudden here comes fucking Iron Man, and, <laughs> and Sora just hanging out with the Avengers. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, that, that's the only way. That's the only way that people will be accepted. But no. Because particularly, you know, we got very close to the end development of like Final Fantasy 15 and then Final Fantasy 15 got delayed a few months. So I absolutely think that this game is going mm. to be delayed into like Q1 2019. Interesting. Well, let us uh, let us pass it over to the listeners. Uh, we asked you for your unlikely but still possible prediction that you think will happen at E3 next week. Trey says Capcom announces an Onimusha HD collection. I mean, they do like their collections, Capcom does. I could see that happening. Yeah, I would like uh, a real Onimusha game again. I would I would buy that. Even the weird one with Jean Renault. 
Cam says Crackdown 3 will be announced for the Xbox Omega and for a 2022 release date. Uh, Cam also says Golden Sun 3 is announced as an online-only Battle Royale game and Carrie's head explodes. All right, first of all, bitch, <laughs> Golden Sun 3 was Golden Sun Dark Dawn. Oh, I, I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> but that that is that is my eternal long shot prediction is that I can get a would you Golden would Sun you game. take a Golden Sun game in a different format not not a traditional turn based role playing game just fin- just release me from the hell that is the cliffhanger ending from Dark Dawn anything that gets me out of that hell so so like a ten minute animated short would be fine at this point yeah <laughs> I'll take what I can get what's gonna happen next week. When this game, Golden Sun 4 or whatever, is, <laughs> is released and the Capitals win the Stanley Cup. I, I mean, you're just going to be, you're gonna be, you're gonna be slip sliding all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> if, if within the next week, if, <clears throat> if, if I get like a wombo combo of the Stanley I don't know that I will ever experience that kind of joy again in my life. You might you might not be able to go on living because you're like all the spite has been drained out of me. I have nothing to keep me going right now. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I mean, literally me when we made the Stanley Cup final, I was just like, I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like. Caps are currently playing right now, and we currently lead game four, one to nothing on a TJ Oshie goal. C-A-P-S. Caps, Caps, Caps. 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 Um, naming a black guy on that team? Uh, his name is Devontae uh, Smith-Pelly. Smith-Pelly. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep, there you go. <laughs> He's going to go in. Pelly. Like, I'm like, Devontae? What the fuck? Devontae? <laughs> There's a Devontae playing <laughs> There, there are two African American right. gentlemen on the. Um, actually, I shouldn't say African American because that's probably not true. Yeah, just say black. Yeah, they have two black guys on, uh, on Vegas. Oh, one, one is definitely not African American. I can promise you that. Yeah, first of all, Devontae Smith Pelly is Canadian, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, that Pelly kind of fucked it all up. Yeah, uh, a guy yeah. also named Pierre. Uh, was it Pierre Emmerich Belmar? Also, probably not American. I would imagine. No, so Pierre, it's not Emmerich Pierre Jackson. Belmar. Or Edward is Pierre. I can't remember. Um, Eric says Konami announces Metal Gear Six uh, Raiden's Lost Ark. <laughs> That's funny in two ways. Um, man, if Konami keeps fucking pumping out Metal Gear games, I'm gonna be really pissed. So you're going to be really pissed. <sighs> don't don't say what that. Else, what else they got? Don't say they they've got pachinko machines that they want to fucking make now instead. But Silent Hill. We've got Castlevania. Konami has the rights to a lot of really excellent game series. And how shitty would they be if boy, they're just like... are they not doing anything? How shitty would it be if they just fucking got rid of all of their like top developer talent and just like, <laughs> we're just going to make bastard versions of these beloved game series now. Just to make everyone mad. What if we made Pachinko Machines? <laughs> they did. That had a Castlevania sticker on it. I mean, they made a Metal Gear one. What if... What how did Metal Gear... Ever? Survivor, what the fuck that bullshit is called? Huh? Is that out? Did it's, that come out? It's out. It was terrible. It didn't sell shit because it was awful. Yeah. Konami sucks. 
And they and they no, so, and they suck. sold they sold extra multiple player slots for ten dollars or whatever it was. Well, right, that about. is yeah. That's oh. what they attempted to do right ten dollars for an extra character, nigga. If you don't get the hell out my goddamn face, the game ain't even worth ten dollars. Jason says a new narc. There's a PS2. Uh, not triple no, narc. We talking about? I'm talking about. I think he's talking about like old school. Oh, like narc. the arcade narc, I'm like 1987. That'd be <laughs> whenever the fuck that game came out. Uh, RE2 and Def Jam Vendetta remakes. I think RE2 is a reasonable thing to... I'm actually shocked there hasn't been like an, an RE2 HD yeah. remake. Because I think I consider that next to four the best. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that. Two and four are the, like the best Resident Ob- Evil Objectively, <clears throat> yeah. Two is the only one that I actually played through to any decent amount of completion, so... I'm a weenie, so I never finished any of those yeah, that's games. That's fair. I, trust me, I was on the fucking edge of my seat the entire time during two. I can tell you that much. Big weenie. Uh, Royce says WB announces Mortal Kombat 11, and hopefully Capcom announces further support for Marvel vs. Capcom <laughs> Infinite. I would not one hold my truth. Yeah, one of those. One of those is probably a slam dunk. The other one, not yeah, as much. Or do you think they'll wait for Evo to announce Mortal Kombat 11? Um, you know what? I probably would wait till Evo. Yeah, I probably you, you, that that core. That's that's your audience, right? Yeah. Uh, here's here's what I think they'll do. I think they they will announce the game, but not release any significant details until Evo. They'll have like a playable demo at Evo. Yeah, where okay. they're gonna they're gonna have two like professionals playing it to get people hyped. Yep. Uh, will says Halo Battle Royale. You know what? That's not that's not that far off. I could definitely <laughs> see that happening. Actually, man, what if what if Microsoft does instead of releasing like announcing a brand new like proper Halo game announces that a Halo like a a battle royale extent? Yeah, just just a standalone battle royale game in the Halo universe. Here's the thing: people would play the shit out of that. So, economically speaking, it wouldn't necessarily be a bad idea. Um, I like the Halo lore a lot. I like the story of Halo. I don't care to play the games. But I enjoy the story. I've always wanted to go back and play Halo. Especially once I got into Destiny. Didn't they say, like, with the release of Halo 4, they were like, we're doing a new trilogy. They did. Uh, But then then Halo 5 kind of, you know, (laughs) fucked things up a little bit. They, like, they, they were, they just are not releasing the third game of the second trilogy. Yeah, like three four three studios. Is that what their name is? No, well, I mean we'll see. They'll. I yeah, mean they they, they will put out. They they'll they Halo Six will happen eventually. I just don't know if it's going to be yet. Halo Halo became really Call of Duty ish when the multiplayer when I'm Call of when I'm Halo Five came out. Like it's just a total. It feels so much different than any other Halos that's ever come out. Multiplayer wise, it's like it feels like a, like a Call of Duty or a um, Battlefield game. It's weird. Dustin says he's hoping Microsoft goes hard in the paint. He wants Halo 6 news. He wants Fable news. He's a huge Fallout guy, so he hopes that's not disappointing. Also like to hear what Take-Two is up to. They've been very quiet with the exception of Red Dead. Plus, EA has put out something related to Star Wars this year. Their contract is starting to come to an end, and they've only released two Star Wars games. I think EA is going to be all about Anthem this year. I think you're going to be let down, Dustin. Yep. Because I don't think Microsoft's going to show anything. Nope. It'll be super they gotta have, they gotta have something up this. Yeah, they they have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, for like, the sake of their. Point, yeah. For the they, sake of this generation, they they, 
they're they're bringing up the rear as far as this console generation is concerned, and they have been for a while. And I think the problem with Microsoft is they've been so focused on having like the most powerful hardware on the market that they've forgotten that um, no one's going to buy your fucking hardware unless there are games worth playing on that hardware. Um, so I think I feel like Microsoft might do something with Gears. Maybe they'll do something with Halo. They but what they with Gears. I, what I they need they to do? do oh, they're going to Terrence. They, you know, that's, you know, in your heart of hearts. Funny you mentioned Gears Four. <laughs> let me let sure. me let me move on to Anthony, who says Gears of War horde battle royale. <laughs> Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> like, like no, stop with Gears. No, no. The fourth one, yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful game. It was. Yeah, but it starred Stephen Amell. Like that guy looked like, looked like a. <laughs> yeah, he just looked kind of looked like a pretty boy prick. Like, hey, I'm. Uh, yeah, this is my son, JD. Hi guys. I'm JD. JD. Hey friends. <laughs> and that is black friend Jamal, whatever the fuck his name was. I don't even know what it was. Was it Caleb? Uh, I don't know. I, the last look, time I played it was the last time we played it together on Twitch. And I watched that. Yeah, that was hilarious. me too. You guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys died a lot. Yeah, that shit was hard, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I played a little bit of multiplayer after that. But um, yeah, like, no, man. It just looked good. It looked really, really good. And that's because you have the most powerful system that you have nothing to play on. <laughs> like, that shit fucking makes me so mad. Like, what's the point? Right? That's, that's out, the real question. Crackdown 3 is not out. Yo. Yo, yo, yo. They need, w- w- Microsoft is, needs to announce a new IP for their system that would be an exclusive for their system. And then, hmm, maybe, I don't know, actually fucking release the game. Yeah, release it. Uh, <laughs> State of Decay 2 is marginally better looking than State of Decay. What the fuck? Man? Remember Scalebound? Remember when they announced that game and people they were might, hype as shit? Might reannounce Scalebound? I don't hilarious. think so. That'd be so funny if they did that. I'd die laughing. They'd be like Scalebound coming out September. Like you lying motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I've, I've essentially lost faith in Microsoft, and until they show me something like mind blowing, if they do at all, and I don't even think I'm even watch the goddamn thing because I might not even be able to too because I might not be home. I don't care. But unless they show me something mind-blowing, I've, I've just completely lost faith in them. Remember last year when they were like, look at this car! We have a car! Look uh, at this car! There will be, there will be another car this year. There's a, for, there, there's a Forza Horizon 4 announcement that's in our future. There you go. You want a stone-cold lock prediction? Forza Horizon 4 coming out this September. So is Anthem still going to be like... Yes, it is. I think it's an Xbox partnered game. <laughs> so. Okay. We'll see. Uh, Malcolm says Capcom announces the new DLC for Street Fighter V, which includes Sean as the headlining character and also Mortal Kombat 11. Free J. Hashtag Free J. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- again, I think anything like Street Fighter is going to be exclusively saved for Evo because that's typically when they drop big yeah. announcements for that. So, uh, Michael says Valve finally teases the long anticipated sequel to <sighs> Left 4 Dead titled Left 4 Dead Battle Royale. <laughs> I'm seeing a theme. And you're probably right. Uh, Johnny says, Smash Brothers will show off a character that will surprise everyone. Uh, Death Stranding, actual fucking gameplay. Uh, don't believe that. Nintendo will show off a bunch of ports I will still buy because if I can get theoretically Fallout, Dragon Ball, and Persona 5 on the Switch, then I will do it. And unless Microsoft knocks it out of my park, 
I will pull LeBron James at a press conference and adjust my shorts, grab my purse, <laughs> and walk out muttering, be better tomorrow. Here's here's a question oh, on, on his man. first point. What would a character that would surprise everyone for Smash Brothers Someone, be? Someone that's in the either Sony or Microsoft stable would be an actual surprise. I would be surprised if they announced Isaac as a playable character. <laughs> from the love boat? Yes, no. yes, Isaac <laughs> from the love boat. <laughs> <laughs> that's good shit. I love that. Um, yeah, that that's the only one that would be like a true out of left field surprise if it was like a Sony or Microsoft. Yeah, I think that's so. true. I think um, like I feel Matt like it's entirely Microsoft. possible that we might get like Crash Bandicoot um, or Spyro. Uh, live update: Capitals now up two to nothing. Top line: Tommy Wilson scoring a goal. It's a good shit. It is good shit. I'm getting a little nervous right now. Um, Randy says that he <laughs> predicts that E3 will be boring because of too many leaks and it doesn't live up to the hype anymore. I think actually I would disagree. I think in, in especially in the past couple of years, I think game companies have gotten really good about keeping their biggest surprises under wraps with a few, you know, few notwithstanding. But no, like, for example, like just thinking off the top of my head last year, nobody expected fucking Beyond Good and Evil 2 to be announced. No, absolutely. I feel oh, like about that. <laughs> Ubisoft specifically is really good at that sort of like, but wait, there's more sort of like surprise at the end. Um, and if, they've always been really good at that for whatever reason. I like their conferences because, overall suck, but. Yeah, I think it's because nobody really expects anything of their conferences. That's true. <laughs> like, you know. That's absolutely true. <laughs> and then you leave them, you leave them with something like Beyond Good and Evil. Oh yeah, they do own that. They oh, do own okay. that. Oh, of course, last year's big surprise from them was Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which, you know, when the like art for that leaked, everyone was like, this looks stupid. And then the game came out and everyone was like, this is delightful. Hmm. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I like so. that game. It's fine. Like I said, it's 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 a fine game. If you're a baby like, that can't play XCOM and you want XCOM for babies, then look. it's a cool baby game. <laughs> Let me live, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> so go get you, go get yourself a real game when Xbox or XCOM Two is free on PlayStation Four this month. Brutalize yourself with permadeath and other things. I don't have PlayStation Gold. I don't play games online. That's true. That's true. Uh, I play Persona Five in my basement by myself. <laughs> Stewart says Square Enix will. It's just Square now. I uh, will debut a new trailer for the Avengers Project, which will be a, a games a service model product, or at the very least, an online only game. Also, Terrence will be delivering the Sony conference keynote address. Can confirm. Can Not confirm. Me. Of course. Not going to fly you I'm out there just to just to, out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah, but that's how they pay me. I mean, that's how they can finally end the console war. Like, Microsoft will come out on Sunday. You're going to go out there on Monday. You're going to deliver the keynote address. Microsoft will have to come back Monday night and be like, I mean, it's official now. We're just, we're just going to hang it up. We're just going to hang it up. There's no point in us even doing this anymore. You know, you know who would need to do that keynote address for that to, to actually happen? Demetrius. He's still holding on, man. Yeah, he's still holding on. He's, he's he can't see the sea, he can't see the forest for the trees. He's, he's just just holding over dead life. 
You played Destiny 2. Yo, great controller, terrible fucking console. I still like the controller. I use it the for console's not terrible. It's just the fact that they don't have any fucking. No, I I use exclusives. this. I use this for my my PC gaming. Because it's a superior, it's a superior controller. It is. It is something yes. else, by the way, to boot up your Xbox like once every four months, and every time like you boot it up, it's like you're you're getting a brand new console for the first time. You're like, what is this interface? Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't recognize this at all. Oh, it's like that that fucking scene from Fellowship of the Ring right. where he's just. I have no recollection of this place. <laughs> <laughs> to relearn the fucking UI every time I boot the fucking console. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's 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 not that bad except for that they keep changing it. Like every fucking major update that comes out, they're like, by the way, we completely changed the UI. So idiots. good luck. Uh it is now three to nothing capitals. A goal scored by Devante Smith Pelly. All right. Hey. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> yeah, this is it's getting too real now. Uh Gustavo says teaser trailer for a fable game. Josh, what system? Well, what do you think? Uh, Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> Just a teaser though. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean they actually have Sony's to release a game. Pay for the rights to Fable? No, Sony's not gonna. They they would just make their own fucking fable-based RPG and do it like ten times better. Right, without having fucking Peter Mullen use dick all over the thing. <laughs> They'd be, they'd be, they'd be, I mean, they'd be like, oh, like Microsoft's like, here's Fable 4. And Sony's like, here's a new RPG called Story, where it's way better because your decisions actually have widespread matter. <laughs> and it shits all over this other game. And Microsoft's like, well, goddamn, stop doing this to us. <laughs> You're crapping over our only franchises, bastards. Uh, Joshua says next year will be Power Stone's 20th anniversary. Hopefully, some news on an HD remaster or even a Power Stone 3 is just around the corner. You know what? I would be super about this. I really like Power Stone. Power Stone was fun, man. Yeah, what? Which system? Dreamcast. I mean, which system? Oh, PS4. Oh, that, would cross, that would be cross platform. Yeah. Or, or cross platform, but multiple. How multiple. about how about just PS4 and Switch? Just those yeah. two is fine. We don't, just those two. We don't need to worry about the oh, other. Be surprised. The other console. And then Jake finally says, uh, Jake says, finally, it is the nerd in me praying this rumor isn't bullshit, but there's loose talk that Shenmue 3 will be announcing along with gameplay footage that they will release on Xbox as well. Hearing some chatter about this last development push as being as aggressive as it was due to a recent large single sum investment, which could be Xbox buying into the game or the dreaded block by Sony. Dear God, let this be true. I refuse to own both a PlayStation and an Xbox. Yo, give yourself over to the uh, to the blue, dude. I would agree. Yeah, you're better off probably just owning a PlayStation. My, my, by the way, my my favorite personal touch of that of that list was the Shenmue Four Kickstarter announcement that I wrote, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I and I knew Micah would appreciate it the most. Yo, who among us backed Shenmue Three on Kickstarter? Oh, none of us. And like I said, I if Micah wasn't going to do it, then nobody was going to. You did Indiegogo. Carrie, hmm? you why you bag it? Because I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Wait, you back Shenmue 3? I was like, beep boop, I like Shenmue. I'll bag this game. Can you get your money back? No, it's gone no, forever. Kickstarter, man. Much, like, much like the hopes of a Shenmue game. I think I, like, I put enough into it to where it's like like $30 or so. Where it was like, you get the game when it comes out and like we'll give you like the PC version of 1 and 2. And I was like, I. Right. No offense, Gary. That I'm was- dumb as hell. That was some that was some optimistic white woman nonsense. 
<laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You better believe it, man. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me actually go on Kickstarter and tell you how much I backed into it, just to expose my extreme white woman stupidity here. And look, I've said it before in this podcast, I backed fucking hella Kickstarter shit. I'm not backing a fucking video game, no sir. I backed Toe Jam and Earl too. How's that working out for you? Nope. That hasn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, I did get the the soundtrack for it, and that's enough for me because that that soundtrack is nothing but bops. All right, yeah. So I I put exactly twenty nine dollars to Shenmue three. Mm-hmm. Other <laughs> dumb games that I have kickstarted or or donated to the Kickstarter for um, included ukulele ass. <laughs> that was it it was i i backed toe jam and earl ukulele and shenmue 3 and at, at that point i was like i think i'm done i think i'm done backing video games so, on kickstarter so what you're now. saying is you backed three kickstarter video games and so far you have a zero batting average oh, ukulele came ukulele out. oh it came good. out it certainly came out yeah it came out oh, it so it's not, it's not, no 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 terrence mm-mm <laughs> Yeah, see, I'm too cheap. I'm not backing anybody. Like, make your own guy. Yo, look. No. Stop no. panhandling. Right. That's fair. Don't, don't beg me for money and then maybe bring the product out. That's unacceptable. If it doesn't come out. So that is it for us this week. Thank you for your E3 prediction. So again, <laughs> um, tentative plan. We will have the full plan on densepixels.com slash fans once we have cemented it uh but like i said you were going to get live pre and post coverage for microsoft's press conference you were going to at least get live pre and post coverage for sony's press conference uh you'll get another podcast later in the week for an all-encompassing uh the rest of it from e3 we may separate nintendo out to a separate podcast that won't be a live thing um but it will be possibly we might we might have to separate nintendo into its own deal and then uh who knows? We'll see. We'll see if there's anything else that needs done that week. But I, but I think at a bare minimum, that's what we're looking at uh, for coverage next week for E3. So again, go to uh, YouTube.com/slash DensePixels and subscribe to the channel because the live streaming shows will be done through there. So make sure you do that uh, if you've not done it yet. Uh, again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well wherever you get it. And then uh, we are all on Twitch TV as well. Uh, we have a main channel which is Dense Pixels. I am Dense Pixels Brad. Terrence has Apparition 410, Micah is Dense Black Nerd, and Carrie is Suppets Carrie. I've actually been streaming. Yeah, Golden Sun. Who did thought? I've been streaming. I, I, I had a Jones in to play through the first game again, and I was like, fuck it, I'll stream it. Trying, uh, um, trying that old game out for the first time, huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, definitely um, go to twitch.tv slash Carrie and hit the follow button um, so you'll be notified when I go live. Um, I try to post in the fan group on Facebook uh, when I do go live. Um, but follow me on Twitch to make sure that you're actually getting the immediate notification uh, when that happens. Also, side note, buy my book. <laughs> my book comes out in like a week. Uh, I'll be at Origins on the 13th through the 17th uh, in Columbus, Ohio, the Overstreet Guide to Collecting Tabletop Games. Buy my book. All right. So that is it for us. Uh, we will see you guys next on Sunday, again, for the pre pre-show for the Microsoft press conference. Uh, Until then, take it easy. See ya. Take it easy.